Welcome to The Pasty Tapes, a burlesque podcast by Show My More. Thank you for tuning into The Pasty Tapes. I am your host, Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling, recording this intro from Chicago. I am still gathering my thoughts and emotions and feelings after my first time attending the Burlesque Hall of Fame Weekender. I wanted to do a little capsule episode here where I gather some first-time experiences. Today, we'll flip our format a little and start with a dial-in from first-time Queen competitor and 2018 Best Debut winner, Aria De La Noche. Then, we'll do a quick interview with 2019 Best Debut winner, Dahlia Fatal from Chicago. We'll also hear a little bit from first-time attendees Lady Mabuhai from New York City, Rhoda Derriere from Knoxville, and Dollar Dazzler from Australia. Because this was recorded on the go, the audio quality may vary from conversation to conversation, and in some segments, my voice is definitely scratchy and giving out from screaming all weekend. Let's first hear a voicemail from first-time Queen competitor and 2018 Best Debut winner, Aria De La Noche. Aria has been a huge supporter of the Pasty Tapes and such a wonderful friend since she moved back to Chicago. I had a moment early on Saturday when I was thinking of Aria, and I was about to send her a text, and in that exact moment, I got a notification that she had left me a voicemail for the Pasty Tapes. It was such a heartwarming and kismet kind of coincidence. I am playing this message first because I think it's a beautiful encapsulation of what Behoff is all about. Hi, Shomai. This is Aria De La Noche. Um, I'm calling in to share some thoughts with you on the feelings I have surrounding being a competitor for Miss Exotic World this year. Um, it's been such an emotional journey, and I've been paying really close attention to it as it happens and also in retrospect, because I think that by acknowledging the feelings, um, we can move through them and pass them in really healthy ways. Um, the nerves <laughs> and the stress and uh, the expectations have been, like, increasing and increasing since I arrived in Vegas. And, you know, stepping off the plane, stepping into the Orleans, I still had this, like, huge smile on my face, so happy to be here. But um, in a moment of quiet, like now, sitting in my room when I don't have anything to do and I'm not talking to anyone, um, the other feelings catch up with me. Uh, but one thing that's really, really nice is um, – seeing the Legends Showcase and being in the proximity of all of that history and feeling all of those emotions that happen when you witness those people on stage and when you're reminded of the purpose of this event and how much bigger than me or any competitor or (laughs) any of us, honestly, um, is, it's grounding. It really helps. It's like it's like when you're having all these like minuscule problems that are more annoyances than problems and um you know you look up to the stars and you realize that the world is so much bigger than you. Like for me the experience of witnessing the legends is like that. It's like it doesn't matter if I win or lose tonight. It doesn't matter if I slip and fall on stage. The fact that I'm here to honor them, the fact that we together are here actively, you know, contributing to the preservation of our history. That's what matters. So, yeah, I just wanted, I was thinking that and I wanted to share it with you. Um, I hope you're having a great time and I will see you later. Bye. 
Thank you so much, Aria, for dialing in and sharing your feelings on Behoff as it was happening. I was so excited to see this act. Aria shared her Behoff prep and journey on her private Instagram, which you should look up and subscribe. It is called Get Behind Burlesque. My next guest is Dahlia Fatal. I was able to catch her before her stretch and strength class, which takes place Tuesdays at 7 at the Chicago Academy of Burlesque. Here's my quick chat with Dahlia. Okay, hi. I am recording here at the Chicago Academy of Burlesque with Dahlia Fatel. I have pulled her away from her students. There's a crowd of people out there. Class is about to start, but I wanted to selfishly talk to her uh, before everyone else did. So Dahlia, hi. Hi. Uh, first off, congratulations. Thank you so very much. I have so many questions. <laughs> so thank you for taking the time to chat with me. Um, Absolutely. Hit me with them. What's up? Yeah. Okay. As everyone knows, Dahlia Fatel won best debut at the 2019 Tournament of Tees at the Burlesque Hall of Fame. So Dahlia, what was your day leading up to the Tournament of Tees like? What did you do that very, very long Saturday? It was a very long Saturday. It kind of, I thought it was going to go really fast and it just kept feeling like it was getting longer and longer and like the show might not ever come. But like I got up, I had coffee, I sat outside with some friends before it got too hot, which was really, really nice. Um, Spent some time talking to people in the earlier part of the day and then around 2 p.m. I went and took a nap and I slept for about an hour and then woke up like I was a kid on Christmas and like couldn't go back to sleep no matter how hard I tried. Um, and then just kind of started getting ready from there, got in the shower, really took my time. Chameleon helped me with my hair to make sure my pony would stay in place. And then it just kind of happened. It happened. Okay, so what was the vibe like backstage, right? That is a stacked backstage that is happening. So how did you feel being back there with your fellow competitors and your friends, all the people who are in the Tournament of Tees? It was actually really, really awesome. Like everybody who I was backstage with had a really positive attitude. It was really, really a positive experience. We were all hugging and talking. It was really excited. Um, I got to watch the horses get ready, which was absolutely my favorite thing. <laughs> Definitely an insane act to see. I, I can't. Like it, it blew my mind. It was so good. But just like talking to everybody and you could tell like the energy was high, but it wasn't negative. And like people would disappear with their headphones for a while and like go run their acts and then come right back in and be good. There were also snacks backstage. Did you get a chance to like, is that what you do backstage? Like do you pop your headphones in at some point, sneak away, then come back? Yeah, absolutely. So my pre-show is I always, always have to warm up. So I started warming up as soon as I got backstage, knowing that like as the show got closer, I'd get more antsy and not have time. So I warmed up as thoroughly as I could, put on like half my costume, kept warming up, started talking to people, popped my headphones in maybe like 20 minutes before and then went out and like ran it a couple of times in the dark, which was actually really, really helpful. and just kind of got a feel for like the stage environment and the floor environment and then went back in, got dressed and did the thing. Your act was so powerful. I mean, we've done shows together. I've seen you perform a bazillion times, but you really owned that space. It was so intense. I remember asking you at Show Me, like, oh, is this act at Show Me that you did the same? You're like, no, it's not. It's like the opposite. What was going through your head as you were performing? What's funny is that I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, I remember the music starting and I have like little flashes of what happened. I just remember feeling like this wall of love coming at me and like this positivity from the audience that just felt so good. And then I remember turning around at the end of the act and exhaling. And that was like the coolest feeling ever. And then it was over. 
I have chills. Oh, how did you survive the rest of the show? That is a long night. Did you watch the rest of your category? Did you see anything else or did you just hide? What did you do the rest of the tournament of teas? It is a really long night, but honestly, I watched as much of it as I possibly could. Like I walked off stage, I got changed. We have a monitor back there. And so I was able to watch the performers who were right after me. And then as soon as I could, I made my way to the hallway and watched the rest of the show. It was such a stacked lineup that like, I didn't want to miss anything. I wanted to see every performer. And so I did as much as I could. Oh, that is so wonderful. Okay. So at the end of the night, right, like six hours later or whatever. Okay. Not that long. But <laughs> it might as well have been. Right. Um, you know, everyone lined up. Your name was called, your name was called, and let me say that one more time, Dahlia <laughs> Fatal's name was called, and you paused, and it took a second for you to, like, run up there, but it felt so you, I mean, there's a great picture that was taken of you, and it just felt so much like what you're like in real life. What were you feeling when your name was called? So I know this is cheesy and everybody says it, but I honestly didn't hear my name. I was standing there looking at the line of humans that I was up there with. And honestly, I was just like, oh my God, there's Johnny and Isaiah. There's Lula Duchess Derriere. I'm looking at Gia. I'm looking at Mod Carousel. I'm looking at all of these babes who I've just shared this amazing stage with and had this experience with. And I was just kind of in this like awestruck, starstruck moment. And then the people next to me yelled, go! And so I moved. And then I had to walk like a thousand miles to the other side of the stage. It was the longest walk I've ever taken. And then I didn't know what to do with my face. And that's where that photo comes from. It's such a good photo because <laughs> if anyone gets a chance to hang out with you, like that is what you're like. Like you were such a positive and loving and like total goober of a human. Like being backstage with you and being like out there with you is one of my favorite things. And I'm really glad that that moment was captured and Oh my God, congratulations. Thank Let you me so say much. that again. So, what is next for Dahlia? I don't even know. Like, I know that there are things coming up in the future which I'm really excited about. I'll get back to like social media in the future tomorrow, but it kind of feels like when you're on a roller coaster and like tick, 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 ticks up, and now I'm sitting at the top and I'm just like, everything that's going to come after this is going to be super cool. And I'm really excited to see what it is and how it unfolds. I'm excited to travel. I really hope that's what's coming. I am so excited to see you out there more and more. Thank you so much for chatting with me, Dahlia. I know class is about to start in like a few minutes, so I will let you go. But thank you for chatting with me here on the Pasty Tapes. Thank you so much for having me. And it was such a lovely experience to have you at Behoff with me. And this is going to be a really cool year. Let's do it. Dahlia, again, congratulations. I am so spoiled to have you as an instructor and performer in Chicago. Next is Lady Mabuhai, a burlesque performer out of New York City. We've fangirled over each other online for a few months, and within seconds of meeting her at the Newcomers Mixer, we were taking selfies and chatting it up like old pals. Here is our hallway conversation before going out to dim sum on Sunday. So, Lady, it is your first Beehoff as well. We are here. It is Sunday night. We're about to go to Dim Sum with a bunch of other Asian performers. How has your first Beehoff been going? Hi there. Um, I have been... It's been, on one hand, just my heart is so elated. At the same time, it's a little overwhelming. It's also given me the time to be introspective about what this means for me. I've only been a performer for about three years, um, so I'm still developing what 
not only just my image, but like what burlesque means to me, especially being an Asian performer. My name, Mabuhay, means um, to long life in the Filipino language. And um, even though I didn't specifically pick that out to represent my ethnicity, it was it was something that I, I kind of, I still wanted to have something that was that was like a little name tag, like, you know, just like, hey, I'm, I'm here, I'm visible. But to be here and to see, first of all, the legends. I was, by the way, I was um, one of the burlesque courts. Yes, who were you escorting? The Grant Avenue Follies, who were the, um, two, of the two of the founding members were the original um, legends from San Francisco's Forbidden City in Chinatown. Um, and then Kobe Yi I got to meet, and wow. I got her autograph, and she was just, and then to see Frankie Fictitious win two awards, not just Queen of Burlesque, but also most dazzling. Um, I'm still taking everything in. I'm still, I don't really know how much to describe it other than I think it's very important to realize where we come from. Not just our, you know, blood forebearers, but also our burlesque forebearers. And to have that all in one, to have people representing the Asian community and being visible um, and then also having legends who are still alive, who still want to perform. It's so exciting. I am <laughs> yeah, so happy to share this first Beehoff with you. Okay, so you have this inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. We're doing our little Asian connection. This is our first time meeting in yes. person. I remember like your name just really stood out to me because like <laughs> my name is Shomai and it's spelled the Filipino way because I wanted that visibility, yeah. right? This is so important. What do you think... After this experience, your first Beehoff, what do you think is next for Lady Mabuhai? Everything is on the table, and if anything, I've been given inspiration and tools and support, why we have the support, to go to take burlesque in whatever direction we want it to. Thank you for chatting with me, Lady Mabuhai. You can find her online at ladymabuhai.com. Perfect. And we will talk to you soon. Let's go have dinner. Let's go. Thanks so much, lady. I cannot wait to cross paths with you again. Next is a quick chat with Rhoda Derriere, a burlesque performer out of Knoxville and member of the Burleycon Steering Committee. Rhoda, it was also your first Beehoff. How did it go for you? It's been amazing. I was super nervous coming out because I was coming out here by myself to work for the Burleycon team. I had a great time. I have been deeply affected on so many levels, especially by the legends who brought me to tears more than once. Do you have a favorite legend? I cannot pick a favorite legend. A I will answer. say that um, Dusty Summers blew my mind with her performance. Uh, Camille was so inspiring. They were all just great. Yes. Just great. Oh, give me another highlight. Tell me more. Um, the museum. The museum yes. was amazing. Um, I went today and saw everything. And fortunately enough, I got to check everything out in the new space. Um, it was great. And I just, I am ready to go back home and make some art. Rhoda, I appreciate your love and admiration over the legends and the museum. That is what the Beehoff Weekender is all about. We will close out with a voicemail from Dollar Dazzler from Australia. My name's Dollar Dazzler and I came over from Australia for my first Beehoff. Now, this was so exciting for me. I've been wanting to do this for so long 
And I got to meet some really cool people this year, even though I didn't get to meet everyone that I wanted. Um, I think my favorite thing for me was I was wearing my Starfleet Captain of Burlesque dress at uh, Legends Night and Dirty Martini actually complimented it. So that was just like a, oh my God, moment. She noticed me, senpai kind of thing. <laughs> so um, I really loved Legends Night so much. I didn't think it would be as amazing as what it was. I didn't really think that Legends, the Legends panel was going to be as, as amazing as it was. I think they were like my favorite nights for me. And, um, ah. Uh, and Movie Shakers and Innovators Showcase, that's like, that was a dream come true for me to see that showcase. And it was so, 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 so good. And I definitely have fallen in love more with Tiger Bay. Tiger Bay has been an absolute favorite of mine. And uh, that act just blew my mind away. And Cecil the Sad Clown, that was really, really cool um, and adorable. And uh, I just, oh, I got to meet Kiki La Chanteuse. She is stunning in person and she is gracious and wonderful and kind. And it was just, it was just like, oh my God, it was so great. And, uh, I I actually got to meet Havana Hurricane. She was a guest there to this year, like myself, and that was really cool because I've always really admired like the type of burlesque she does as well. So that was really cool. Um, oh my god, this just was the best experience. And all I'm thinking about now is when can I come back? How can I get back? I need to get back for this because it is so, so good and it's blown, it's blown my mind. It's everything I wanted it to be and more for me. Dollar Dazzler was a total peach to meet in person. Thank you so much for calling in with your highlights. I'm so glad you were able to connect with so many performers and had such a great time. Speaking of that, Nadia Morena made a Facebook status that I think is super important. Did you feel too shy or uncool to say hi to someone at Behoff that you follow on social media? I definitely did. As Nadi said, chances are this person you're admiring was also feeling the same way. But you know what's great about the internet? It's never too late to say hello. So as they encouraged in their Facebook post, I'm encouraging you right now, go drop that person a love note. Say hello. A nice connection is always, always welcomed. I definitely know that I will still be talking about Behoff for a while and will be giving you at least one other episode on the Burlesque Hall of Fame Weekender. I have so many of my own thoughts and feelings. I am so grateful for all the advice that you called in to give, from staying hydrated to knowing that I'm going to cry at some point to saline solution and eye drops. All of this helped so much. Are you still talking about Behoff? Do you still want to talk about Behoff? Leave me a voicemail on the Pasty Tapes hotline. I want to hear from you. What was your favorite act? Which of our beautiful living legends did you fall in love with? 
Give a shout out to your new burlesque crush that you found at Behoff. I would love to hear from you and share your message on the air. The number is 1-530-PASTIES. That is 1-530-727-8437. You can also record a voice memo on your phone and email it to me at thepastytapes at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Pasty Tapes. Leave me a voicemail or drop me a love note at thepastytapes at gmail.com. You can also find this podcast across social media at The Pasty Tapes. I am your host, Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling, and you can find me at Show My More across the internet. Thank you so much for listening. Tell all of your friends about The Pasty Tapes. Leave us a review, give us five stars, and subscribe. This was The Pasty Tapes. I am your host, Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling, and I will talk to you soon.